0: Welcome to the first episode of Putting Up with Sean. I'm your host, Sean, and I have a couple of people here. My wife, Erica. Hi. And uh, two of our best friends, Dom and Sue. Say hi, guys. Hi.
1: How are you
2: doing?
0: So uh, our episode tonight, we're going to talk about hobbies and uh, what are hobbies even important uh, and the lack of hobbies for kids of today. Uh, we all grew up with, uh, parents and grandparents with stamp collections, coin collecting, all the basic stuff, model railroads. Uh, but that stuff's kind of dying out. So we wanted to talk about that tonight and see what people think and their, their, uh, opinions of that. So, uh, I guess the first question are what hobbies do, do you guys do? Sue, what hobbies do you do?
3: I take care of Dom.
0: <laughs> you consider that a hobby?
3: It's a full-time hobby.
0: <laughs> okay. I do know that you love to read, and you probably read quite a bit of books over the year. Do you consider that a hobby or a necessity for peace of mind in your quite hectic mm. life?
3: I love reading, but actually I really love podcasts.
0: Okay. So well now you get to be on one.
3: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: All right. Uh Erica, what do you what hobbies do you like to do or currently are doing?
1: Um I like to do crafts. Um, well,
0: what does that mean?
1: Um, scrapbooking, building things, models, painting. I just got a new Cricut machine, so I do lots of stuff with that. Okay. Um I'm also into bartending and learning about alcohol and different drinks.
0: You mean learning or drinking alcohol? Um,
1: well, you gotta drink it to learn about it. Okay. So. Obviously, you had a lot of margaritas. Yes.
3: yes.
0: So, okay, Dom, what uh, hobbies do you like to do?
2: Uh, I like. I've been doing RC racing since I was 14.
0: Okay, what does that mean, RC racing?
2: Uh, so it's a 10 scale model car. Okay. That. Uh, as a remote control, but up uh, to a track and, and compete against other drivers.
0: Okay. So you've been doing that for how long?
2: Uh, then that'll give away days. his
1: age. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> I think that's okay. I think everybody gets that We're adults here, so. Yeah, about
2: 35, 36 years.
0: 35 back. years. Okay. That's a long time. So, so I... They were
3: probably made of wood back in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, didn't make the wood chassis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... I guess uh, that that answers the question of things that we're into, and do you find that, you know, we both have kids, do you find that your your child and, and my child, do you feel that they have hobbies outside of their phone and video games, and would you consider video games a hobby?
2: I would consider video games a hobby, but I, that is the... Pretty much the only thing our son does.
0: Okay. What do you think, Sue? Do you think it's a hobby or a distraction or well, a think, hybrid?
3: I think that it's a hobby if you do it in, uh, if it's not your sole focus, um, you know, I think it can become an obsession, a distraction, and a diversion.
0: Okay. If you,
3: if you, and I think some of the, some of the friends I have, and from personal experience with my son, I mean, video games twelve hours a day. I don't, I don't know if that's a hobby anymore or a problem.
0: <laughs> True, I think all the uh, parents listening to this out there, uh, or youth that listen to this, are probably saying we're sounding like uh, standard parents out there that we think it it becomes a, a distraction for sure. Um, I think I agree with you, Sue, that if that is your sole reason to get up in the morning and that's all you're doing, um, yeah, I think that that is definitely a problem. Um, What do you think, Erica?
1: Yeah, I think that too, but I do think that um, our sons do have other interests outside of uh, gaming. Uh, They do like the outdoors, and lately they've been planning a lot of camping trips. Okay. So I think camping is... A hobby that they've had since they were little and now have developed into their own.
0: Or is it just another way to get out of the house, away from the parent units, right? Uh,
1: possibly.
3: Uh, maybe
0: maybe a little of both.
1: I
3: would say that um, for our son, that um, his take on this is that we are older and we don't understand the, uh, the current generation and that on online gaming that the individuals that they're gaming with are actually their real friends. Okay. You know, we wouldn't we would think of them as, you know, virtual friends and perhaps not real tangible friends like the friends they interact with in person, but you know, our son's position is that these friends are just as real and the relationships are just as real as the in-person relationships.
0: Okay. Now With that being said, with all of the youth being digitally connected and with the whole pandemic making everybody even more connected uh, virtually with, you know, work and everything else uh, with the teams and WebEx and all the other uh, platforms like that, are they ahead of us in that? And are we truly now our our own parents, you know, because I mean, I grew up playing video games. I grew up with Atari, you know, and there was some great games on the 2600 and, you know, Pitfall and all the Activision games and, and, and grew up in the Nintendo generation. Uh, so, but for me, video games were always an arcade. Like you'd go to the arcade and that, it was a trip. So our, are we too relaxed on kids because we use our own technology ourselves? I mean, even my in-laws that are in their 70s, they sit around on their phone and don't talk and they're hip deep and all that too. Because when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to be inside for more than an hour. It's like, you know, get your butt outside and play, go figure out what you're going to do. Nowadays, parents like kind of, Like, don't ride your bike too far, you know, stay on this block because of, you know, everything you hear in the news and stuff. So is it partly our fault or is it just the draw of technology is so strong now that the hobbies that we had and grew up with now has transferred all of that energy into, like you said, 10 hours on a video game session but with people i mean there are other people on the other end you know do you think it's partially our generation's fault for kind of allowing that to happen mm-hmm. just as simple as that uh huh <laughs> <laughs> absolutely okay all right well do you think that do you think that this trend because i don't see any maybe not in our generation but will it backlash at some point where the new, you know, as our young teenagers are going out into the world and starting college, are they going to be less able to get jobs because they don't have the actual face-to-face social skills that we grew up with having to deal with?
3: I think for sure that the kids' perception that we're old and square and don't understand is probably right on. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, they are socializing for Yeah, straight hours. Um, our son doesn't evidence any problems out in society with being able to communicate with friends, family, or strangers. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I agree. I know your son very well.
3: So, you know, it's just our perception that, you know, sitting in your room equates to laziness or a problem. And maybe that is
2: it's created a very i think it's made a lazy generation
0: okay now is that is that point of view brought in from your own experience as being a kid where your dad said get outside go do something you need to be productive or is it just you growing up and you or you having a son and seeing him grow up and you see him not doing anything.
2: I think it's both, but it's also, you know, I can see it in the workforce.
0: Okay. You know, there's, new people coming out there. There's,
2: there's people that that's all they talk about is gaming. Yeah. And they are pretty much shit in the workforce. Yeah. You know, they're not going to keep a job. Yeah. They're not going to be able to move, you know, move up in, in the workforce. Yeah. They're, they're struggling just to stay where they're at.
0: Yeah. For, for my son, he, he happens to have a job, but I don't see, like, a fire lit underneath him to strive to do better. He does his job because he likes the money, and he knows that's a necessary thing for him, you know, to go out and have fun and buy stuff or whatever, but I don't see him making, like, educated hungry kind of decisions to further himself i mean clearly this summer job is not going to be his career but you when you meet a young man that's driven you know it right away i mean that ain't that you know he's he's struggling a little bit in that and we try to impress upon that so do you have any input on that erica no 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 okay All right, so that goes back to, so I think we're all in agreement that video games is a hobby of today's generation. Do you think, now my problem with my hobbies is that I think my hobby is learning new hobbies because, right? You're laughing, it's true though, because I do so much stuff. I got a 3D printer, I play role-playing games, I play you know, adult board games. I, you know, play old school cribbage. You know, the like to travel. Just woodworking. I mean, the list is so long. You know, anything that I can learn new or buy stuff for, maybe I'm kind of a compulsive shopper of hobby stuff. Because mm-hmm. I just, I love that. So learning new hobbies is kind of maybe the hobby in itself. Uh, so I think a lot of times it's distracting for me because I don't get really good where, like you, Dom, you're a really good RC racer. You have been for a long time. You're sponsored. You know, you, you go to a lot of big races. You're respected within the community. But is there any other hobbies that you really are passionate about? Uh,
2: currently, I, I, so I just got a mountain bike,
0: so I'm going to start that. Okay. that. I'm actually
2: going to go for from- my first ride on Sunday. Okay. In two days, so looking forward to that. Yeah,
0: good. So. All right. What about you, Erica? Do you have...
1: I feel I have too many hobbies. Okay. Um, So I can't really focus on one thing and get it done because I'm always bouncing around from different things. Mm-hmm. But then that's kind of good, too, because then I don't get bored. Gotcha something. But then I don't complete stuff too.
0: You got a bunch of half done done
1: (laughs) crap laying around. Absolutely.
0: Okay. I definitely understand that too. Well, we live in a very small place, so it's always amazing to me how much junk we do have jammed in here. Okay. So our second question is why do you feel hobbies are important in today's age? You know, everybody has, you know, high-level jobs. We live in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area here. Uh, It's very expensive to live here. Uh, There's a lot of demand on uh, employers and employees. Do you feel that it's important to have some sort of escape into a hobby to be able to disconnect from your daily life and not just sit in front of the TV and nap and watch whatever the latest greatest show is so
3: i don't know i don't know if i think hobbies are important i mean there's a lot of regular demands on time like job and work and i would say you know just like you mentioned i like reading and i love podcasts that i am more interested in spending my extra time on uh, you know self-exploration and self-development
0: Okay, but is that considered a hobby, though? I don't think I mean, that's a hobby. Why wouldn't it? Why, why do you think it's not?
3: Because I think it's about, um, you know, met, more mental health and um, connecting to yourself. And I, I don't know that that's a hobby, or if that's something intrinsic and important that we don't spend enough
2: time on. Okay. I don't think anything you're passionate about is a hobby.
0: I tend to agree. I think that the term hobby in the classic sense, like we said at the beginning of the program, stamp collecting and coin collecting and that kind of stuff, you know, it's like you're doing something to kind of take your mind off of the day-to-day grind. But I think anything, like you said, Dom, that you're passionate about that takes you outside of what, is considered your, you know, your eight to five, you know, whether it's self help, reading, uh, growth, you know, whatever that is. I think, you, I think I would classify that as a hobby because, you know, not everybody's into, you know, RC racing or not into, you know, using, you know, Erica, like you said, you have a cricket, you know, not everybody's into that stuff. So I think the point of it is to kind of detach and and you know find peace and and kind of recentering yourself to for your own mental you know thing. What do you get out of you know RC racing Dom that you don't get in your daily routine, daily life? Why do you like it so much?
2: Um, I like the competitiveness but I also like the tinkering that, you know, trying to get get the car to be set up so it's faster, quicker.
0: Okay. You know does does that excite you? Does it challenge you? Is there is there an intrinsic thing about like being a kid about it? Yeah, or I think so.
2: I mean, when I was a kid and first starting out, I mean that was everything was that back then because there wasn't. Parts that are out there now. Yeah. You had to make everything, you know? Okay. Everything was either with a little mini mill or, or a dermal tool. Or, mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, you learned really quick how to work with your
0: hands. And, okay. So. so it's both tactile and mental. The mental part is the figuring it out, the tactile is the actual, mm-hmm. as they say, wrenching on your car and finding more speed and all the. Other things that go along with racing, yeah. just in a smaller scale. All right. Erica, what... With your hobbies and your variant hobbies, what uh, what makes it... Uh, you know, what are you... Why are you passionate about it?
1: Um, I like it because it's an outlet for me to express myself. And in the end, I end up creating something that... I don't know, can be used for something. Okay. Um, I don't know. It gets me away from the TV and just sitting there and thinking about food <laughs> and stuff, which tends to be... You mean dessert? Be, yeah, which tends to be a problem. I find when I'm, you know, working on something that I'm not focusing on that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, it's a way to let just let my mind wander. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have a friend that has like, well, I wouldn't say she's a friend, an acquaintance, that has no hobbies at all, and she's just a very dull person. Mm-hmm. And it seems like her hobby is—I'm not talking about you, Sue. i got some videos, but all she does is complain about things in life and and stuff. And it's like you know, if she had a hobby or something that she was into that would take her away from that, she would be okay. happier. I'm not talking about you. I you that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Okay. like, What do you like to do? Oh, nothing. And it's like, well, you got to have something. That you're passionate that about. That kind of, not that it defines you, but it makes you who you are.
0: It explains part of who you are. Yeah. Because I feel that hobbies are an extension of who people are. I think that. It gives you a little snapshot into more of a person than just the surface stuff that, like, hey, how's the weather? How was work this week? It's something else that's involved in it. And and it's more of a talking point with, you know, friendships and things. You know, for, like, Dom, you know, when he goes racing, hey, how'd you do? Oh, you lost again. Oh, your car broke again. You know. (laughs) you know, those normal frustrations that, you know, he's passionate about because he's bummed out about it, that it didn't work out for this, this race that he's, you know, spent three months practicing for or whatever, you know, or, or for, you know, for me, the passion that I get out of it is creating something out of nothing, you know, whatever it may be, if it's a, yeah, you know, recently I built a soda dispensing machine and all these little pumps and, you know, things, I found a little thing on YouTube and I go, I think I could do that. And, you know, before I know it, I, I got one and it works and it's kind of cool. So, uh, I think the passion and, you know, a lot of, uh, our friends, you know, uh, kind of give me grief about it. Like what piece of, uh, Sean crap. Did you build now? But, you know, I think it's funny because, yeah, it's, it's, I'm always building junk and different things. And, and I think that's important because, you know, like everybody said here, being passionate about something, you know, really helps define you as a person for yourself, not for anybody else particularly, but for yourself. So I think that's important going back to our kids i think that is the key point that what's defining the kids we are our sons is video games and i think that uh, of course us knowing them better that there's so much more and we want so much more passion and other things defining uh them than that Okay, so uh, we paused for a second there, and we were uh, Sue had brought up a point that she disagrees that she thinks that my 3D modeling or Erica's cricket stuff and Dom's RC racing are hobbies and her. Self growth and reading and uh, for knowledge is not a hobby. It's you can't compare the two. So why do you think that's true, Sue?
3: So I think that spending time on reading or experiencing materials for the purpose of per- personal growth is in a different category than RC racing or building models. Okay. Or. Creating, you know building furniture or whatever i mm-hmm. i just feel like they are different
0: well clearly they're tangibly different because so when you read 50 shades of gray <laughs> did you feel that you had personal growth because of that
3: no but when i read untamed bit. by glennon Doyle sure. which has been on the bestseller list for a year and a half. Okay. I felt like that was a personal growth experience that is does not function on the same level as RC racing.
0: Okay, but why?
3: Because but I mean why? what is, what is the because difference I between guess the two? Tim, in my mind, partaking of self-help materials, is about uh, you know um, not just into it's not about intellectual growth really even it's about understanding yourself and feeling more comfortable in who you are and embracing who you are and I don't think that's a hobby
0: okay. I don't think
3: self improvement on that level is a hobby All right. which is not to say that hobbies are bad but you're no, just no, asking that's, me that, yeah, not... do I have a hobby and no you know what honestly I don't have hobbies like the three of you do um I either am working or tending to my home and family or I'm trying to, you know, spiritually enrich myself or understand okay my place in the universe.
0: All wonderful things. This is not a, this is good and this is bad kind of conversation. This is more of the. Yeah,
3: deep. but we're just talking about, you know, hobby this, the point of this was hobbies. Yeah. And I was just saying, as we went around the round table that. You know, perhaps what I'm talking about in my mind is not a hobby. Okay, Maybe it's separate and distinct from what.
0: Well, what I we're talking about. I respectively just dis- respectively disagree, <laughs> disagree. <laughs> based on the thing is like what your husband said that you're passionate about self growth and self evaluation and defining yourself in the world as you are today and. Do you not think that your husband's RC racing gives him some sort of that, or do you think it's purely a visceral thing that he can disconnect and just go play with his toy cars?
3: Yes, I think it's a vers- visceral.
0: Okay. Thing. See, I, I, I,
3: think it's an, es- I think it's escapism, well, and I, sure, think, which is fine, which yeah. is good, which is needed. So
0: just like Fifty Shades of Grey is escapism on a certain level. (laughs) Exactly. Or Harry Potter or any other. So
3: when you made that comment, I decided to look up hobby, the definition of hobby, which is an activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. And so I guess, you know, I guess maybe the exploration of self
0: it, meets it, does, the, it could it, th- it, fall it, under the... It meets the Webster's Dictionary
3: thing. Right.
0: You know, so... Does it... Does it bother you that you don't have a classic hobby that's tangible and has... You know, I mean, clearly reading and things has a, a portion of escapism to it. No. But, you know, okay. No, You don't, don't miss it. You don't think, oh, I'm missing out. Okay, great. Nope. So don't. that's why I even more believe that what you achieve in your your personal time, in your leisure time is is just as important as escapism or tangible thing. Uh, for me, because I truly feel better, more mentally focused. When I have a project laid out in, before me, something that I want to create, whether it's artistically or mechanically or in the wood shop or whatever, and then it comes to life. It's brought into existence because of because of my diligence and skill set, and that makes me feel really like proud and and accomplished and and you know those things kind of the same things that you feel when you You know, like you have an aha moment about reading a book, or you're like, "Oh, I didn't think of that perspective of of life, and you know my place in it, and so forth." So, um, you guys have any rack up wrap wrap up comments?
1: No, but I've got a rack up comment. A
0: rack up comment. (laughs) No, nothing. Okay, Dom, you got anything else to say? No,
2: nothing
0: else. No, okay. Just get me in troubles. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you got anything else to wrap up with? No. Okay. That's well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Sean's. What, what do we call it? Putting up. Putting up with Sean. Hopefully, hopefully you spent these uh, twenty-five minutes uh, putting up with Sean, and hopefully we will see you back. Thanks for joining us, and look for our second episode.